Garfield Japan. Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan is about two dudes, sandwiches, Japan, and the news. Now, usually it is two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news, but today we're going to upgrade because today we have a very special guest who is actually one of our sponsors. We have Harry from Harry's Sandwich Company on the show. Harry, for episode 534, welcome to Got Fit in Japan again. Thank you. How are you doing? <laughs> doing great, man. I'm sure all the faders all over the world are doing great. Now, I know your company. I love your sandwiches. Everybody loves your sandwiches, but there's a lot of people from all over the world that don't know your sandwiches and don't know your company. So could you just give us like a slight introduction to heaven for the faders, please? <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, so my name's Harry. I opened a sandwich restaurant in the heart of Harajuku in Tokyo. Just just over two years ago, and uh, bringing big American sandwiches here in Japan. No little tiny convenience store sandwiches. I'm talking meatball subs, Cubanos, barbecue sandwiches, all kinds of chicken sandwiches. We got vegan and vegetarian things too, and uh, something that wasn't really happening out here. And I, I like sandwiches, so I made it happen. Hell yeah, dude. Know, know what an interesting thing is? Once your sandwich company got on the map, all of a sudden these small little sandwich companies started popping up. But you know what? <laughs> they're not around anymore, dude. They popped up and then they just disappeared. They're like they're like pimples on your butt, dude. They're only there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, there was like two in my neighborhood in Nakameguro. In Nakameguro, there's one that's actually right by my apartment that opened up. They closed down. And then there's another one on Yamate Dori that opened up. And now I think it's a Chinese restaurant, man, because they can't compete with your flavor, man. And another thing about your restaurant oh, yeah. that I love is that when you go there, there's always a great group of people that are there hanging out and drinking and stuff. And and your place is like Cheers, like the TV show, but with better beer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think so, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, man. That's what we're trying so, to do over here. So how you been doing, man, in, in this this time of uh, chaos and um, disease, I guess, <laughs> this, this time of uncertainty? <laughs> how are things, man? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm doing okay. We're, uh, you know, this neighborhood, Harajuku, is like a big touristy shopping commercial district. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Takeshita Street, which is right where my restaurant is, usually just has thousands and thousands of people in it, tourists mostly. And right now it's just been empty for maybe, yeah, since mid-April, whenever the state of emergency was declared, all the shops have closed and there's pretty much zero tourism coming through here now. So it's been, it's really 
eerily quiet on the streets. They turned off the music. None of the girls are shouting to get people to come buy their socks and stuff. So it's it's kind of a ghost town out there. It's different. Wow, dude. Harajuku. Oh, my God. Like <clears throat> I remember back in the day when I first came to Japan, Harajuku was only really busy like on Saturday and Sunday, right? During the day, you know, it was, it was pretty busy, but it wasn't crazy. And I didn't go there for a long time. And then I remember going there about two years ago or three years ago on like, I think it's just some kind of an off day. And um, it was so crowded where you couldn't move. Like that was like the, the, the beginning of the big tourist, tourism boom in Japan. And I just remember I just couldn't move. I was like, this is is different so going there like right now right now it's like what almost noon on a wednesday and for it to be empty it's got to be like living in the twilight zone it's got to be really weird right yeah it's it's crazy out there it's like people i saw someone jogging on takesta street today you could never do that before just so tightly packed but now yeah now, now people are jogging on it that's so weird. Yeah, you can't even walk normal on that street. You got to walk like baby steps for like, I don't know, like yeah. a quarter of a mile. You're just like slowly getting to the end. Oh, man, that's insane, dude. So how how has that affected your business? Well, uh, we have a very great group of regular, loyal clientele here. And so they're, they're still coming in and because they want to help out. They want to support the small businesses who are hurting in this time. But a lot of times we are uh, usually we rely on tourism a lot during the daytime for lunch. You know, people are shopping, maybe the family's out, but the dad is bored. They don't want to buy cute, cutesy stuff. So they want to, the dad just want to chill out and drink beer mm-hmm. at, at my spot. And that, that those people aren't really around anymore. They're not around anymore. So so the tourists and like new clients has been tough, but we got a core group, a really loyal group of regulars who've been coming in, showing support, showing love, which has been great. We started doing some delivery service as well. We got a little bike over here. So if you live around Shinjuku or Shibuya, Yoyogi, happy to come ride a some sandwiches over to you. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. So... <clears throat> So uh, since the corona started, or since we're in the, I don't even know how to say this. Um, some people are saying BC, AC, like BC's before corona, AC's <laughs> after corona. So, but right now we're That's like in the middle of corona. What would that be like during corona? DC? <laughs> DC, so, MC, mid corona. Mid corona. So, okay, in MC. <laughs> <laughs> in MC Harajuku. Okay, so right now in this current situation, like, did you lose a lot of staff or did you gain staff? Because, I mean, now you've got a rider or are you riding the bike to deliver, like, sandwiches? Like, what happened with your staff situation? Oh, uh, yeah, we kind of had – we had to put them on hold. It's really too bad. We had a couple part-timers and, uh, yeah, because just our sales are down. We haven't been doing any events the Tokyo government has asked us to is asking businesses to close earlier or to stop selling booze at 7 p.m. And so we've been following those guidelines, hoping we're going to get some government funding. But, you know, the government out here doesn't really seem to know when that's going to happen. So, yeah, we had to lay off. We are not lay off. I'd say just put them on pause until things get back to normal. And, uh, 
Yeah, we miss them. I miss them a lot. Yeah, all your staff are awesome, dude. Everybody that works there is like so positive and so ongoing. That, that's like one of the yeah. things I love about your restaurant, man. I go in there to have some delicious sandwiches, drink some awesome beers, and hang out with Harry. But when you're not there and you've got like one of your other like staff members there, it's it's not as good, but it is still an awesome time, dude. <laughs> like everybody's like such a character, you know? They're, they're they always got great stories and a really interesting perspective or point of view on something that comes up in a conversation or something. So it's always a good time man so it's yeah, right cool on. they get back and stuff um so is the government planning to do anything for restaurants and other small businesses like i know the government is supposedly giving everybody like a thousand dollars like juman yen which hasn't happened yet in tokyo <laughs> which has made my right, show pretty yeah. interesting because every single week there's like more and more and more muggings and robberies and stuff which is kind of unusual but i guess this is what's happening right now but um yeah, ma'am. is anything happening for you guys like are, are they giving you guys like um, a monthly salary or some kind of like a benefit or some i don't know like anything so the government hasn't actually – they've said they're going to give us stuff. If, like they say if you follow these rules, you close, you, stop, you don't sell alcohol after 7, then they say then, – then, then you'll qual- – and you show like a reduction, a big reduction of sales, then the government said they'll give you money. Oh, sorry. Hold on. My alarm's going off because it's noon. But uh, yeah, so the government said if you follow these rules, it's like the incentive – to follow the rules, you get the money, but the government's just saying, oh, well, we're just please wait and we'll let you know what's going to happen. And it's just they, they don't seem to have any solid information ever, which is frustrating because we're waiting. We're following the rules, hoping to get some assistance here. And they're just saying, please wait. Choto Mate. <coughs> and, Shit, dude. That sucks, yeah. man. Uh, do you, does so- suck. But our – Yeah. No, no, please, please, please. please. I, I'm. Not- I say, yeah. Uh, uh, we so we've hit up our landlord, and they know the situation on Takeshita Street with like hundred percent drop of people. So they're showing us a little bit of love with a small rent reduction, but not uh, not as much as we were hoping for. I'll tell you that. Oh man, well at least it's something. Oh, man. Yeah. So. True. What else have you been doing differently since the we call it the pink elephant and the pink elephant basically means the Rona, right? Because we don't we generally don't talk about coronavirus <laughs> on the show. Like Got Fit to Japan is kind of like a break from the coronavirus because every single goddamn podcast in the world is talking about it. But I, I think right now it's really important that we talk about uh, your restaurant and other restaurants in uh, Tokyo because it is interesting news and it is different from all the other like podcasts and what they're talking about, the Rona and all that shit. So has your so what other things have you been doing differently since the pink elephant stepped in the room? Well, let's see. We, uh, we have moved our chairs around for uh so the tables are further apart mm-hmm. uh took away a couple bar stools just so there's more space at the bar so people aren't as close together um we've always done takeout but we're really encouraging takeout a lot more people are getting into that uh, like i said we're doing delivery but also we have just partnered with this cool company called freewheeling and they are a they're a bicycle tour group of Tokyo and they, and because they're getting, they're not getting as much tourism. Now they started a delivery service. Cool. And yeah, it, it's very cool. There are these cool guys. They got some K 
killer bike setups where they can lug a bunch of food around. And uh, they actually do this like a, a weekly delivery thing for every day of the week. They're doing a different restaurant. And so we're doing Thursdays is the day at Harry's for delivery. Holy smokes. That's tomorrow, dude. I'm in. It is tomorrow. Yeah. We got to get your orders in. Like, What's the cutoff time? I forget the cutoff time. Maybe 10 a.m. tomorrow. I'm not sure. But if you check their website, freewheeling.jp, and look for the delivery section, you can learn all about it. It's a really cool uh, system that they got going on. It's kind of local people helping local people. We are not doing Uber Eats because I don't like that they take 40% from their uh, from the restaurant for order. So, Whoa, that's crazy. 40%? Dude, that's baloney, yeah. man. Yes. Quite. Oh, my God. It, I see Uber Eats guys all the time, right? Because I, I, at night, yeah. I go for these uh, midnight run bike rides, right? Because I need to get a little bit of exercise. So around like 1130, 12 o'clock at night, I go out and stuff, right? And when I go out, even at that time, there are so many people doing Uber Eats, man. There's like all these bikes or cyclists all over the place, man. And I, I went from uh, Nakamegro to the west side, right, to Asagaya. And and it takes me about, what, 45 minutes to get out there on my little BMX. And I pass like maybe 30, well, not 30, maybe 20 of these guys and stuff. It is crazy yeah. how many of those guys are out there. And, that, dude, it's it's nuts. Yeah, they're, they're doing it. They're really uh, getting out there. But I just <laughs> can't uh, give them 40%. Fuck that, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not going to support. I, I, I never support the big guys, the big corporations. I'm more about supporting the mom and pop shops, dude. I've always been about that. Whenever there's like a new beer, craft beer company or a small little restaurant that opens up somewhere, dude, I always check that shit out, dude. Like when it comes to like like the big evil corporations and the, all the other fat cats, dude, I'm just like, mm, I'm going to wash my hands with that. <laughs> That's what we're about yeah. in Japan. Yep. That's why uh, check out the freewheeling.jp. They're uh, local dudes, really cool guys, and uh, yeah, they're trying to trying to break into the market or trying to change the business model to adapt to this difficult time. Ah, the pink elephant. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely going to put that in the show notes. So, Fader, go, Faders, go down to the show notes and check them out, okay? If you're living in Tokyo, uh, they're definitely the people who you want to hit up to get your meals in your bellies. Oh man. Yeah, Speaking they, of, they, yeah. Oh, sorry. Speaking of like food and stuff, how difficult is it to get like food, like supplies and stuff and beer from like uh, your distributors? Uh, our distri- our alcohol guys are still going. Uh, let's see. Oh man. Our potato chips guys, they were, for some reason, people were panic buying potato chips. Our nice kettle chips were sold out for about two weeks. Potato chips? I, I guess foods for the apocalypse is potato chips. Well, I'm, but, that's uh, why they need all the toilet paper. <laughs> They're eating all that greasy food. <laughs> I need potato yeah. chips and toilet paper. Then I'm done. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know why that was a hot item, but everyone was buying potato chips and we we're all sold out. Or and we So we had to use some... Less fun potato chips, but now the the kettle chips are back in action just as of yesterday. Well, as of yesterday. Dude, that's awesome. That's really awesome. 
Oh man. Yeah. So, and the, our, our meat guys have been staying solid with it and the cheese guys as well. So yeah, but also probably cause we're ordering a lot less. So cause we're, we're, yeah, we're ordering a lot less. So I think they can keep up with the demand. Cause I guess everyone's are probably ordering less stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So how else has your menu changed since the Rona? Like are certain, are certain like the sandwiches more popular than others or I, I don't know. Has your menu changed at all? Has it gotten like a little bit smaller or bigger or more specific? Uh, well, no, we're, keep, we're keeping it as it has been. But I'll tell you the Cubanos are the sandwiches that travel the best. Cubanos? So you can eat a Cubano fresh out of the grill. You can eat it two hours later. You can eat it the next morning. Put it in the refrigerator though. And uh, it's, it's delicious anytime. So that that's the one. A lot of times people will come in for a sandwich and a beer, and then they'll take home about two or three sandwiches to for the next day or two. Oh, sweet. Oh, I got a question about the freewheeling. With the freewheeling, yeah. are we able to order a sandwich and beer? Is it is it legal to transport beer, or is that kind of a gray area kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> that's a gray area. And we called the government. They said, well, in these times, it's a gray area, so. Even the government says it's a great I yeah. love Japan. <laughs> They're like, listen, we can't say yes or no, so why don't you just use your best judgment? <laughs> and you're like, right, can yeah. I quote you on that? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah. Don't quote me on that one. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Have have people been paying differently these days? Like, are people, because I don't even know. I, I buy pretty much all my shit, like, online. But are people paying with uh, credit or, I mean, credit cards and other kind of cards other than cash these days? Like, what's, like, the main form of currency? Yeah, we've actually, uh, we just got on the that PayPay thing, that new cashless thing they're doing out here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are on that. Um, we've been taking like cards and Suica, Pasmo, Apple pay. We've been doing that stuff. And most people, Hmm. Yeah. I guess for the takeaway orders, we start taking PayPal as well. Yeah, I do PayPal. So people will call ahead, PayPal us, and then they just come and grab it Okay. or that's for awesome. delivery too. So we don't have to carry around cash because we don't know how much they're going to try to give us looking for change. Mm-hmm. So we always, so I think cash itself is always something that is, I don't know, you don't want to touch it that much. So we always, <laughs> we encourage cashless uh, methods, but I guess they are increasing. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Now I got a question about like the Rona when it happened, was it like a, a fast kind of like noticeable change or did it slowly kind of change in Harajuku? Like all of a sudden, like one day, was there just like no people on the streets or did it slowly <laughs> just start to happen? Well, one day all the stores closed, but they didn't really tell anyone. So there's all these people <laughs> on the street looking confused, like uh, where, where am I, where can I go shopping now? And then, and then, that was like the day, I guess, Koike said there was a state of emergency in Tokyo. And that was our day off anyways, but I came in just to do some work. And I noticed that all these people were standing around on Takeshita Street. None of the stores were open and no one really knew where to go or what to do. It was pretty funny. So that kind of happened. And then the next day, maybe over the next two or three days, every the crowds just thinned out and then eventually stopped 
Oh man, that's insane. Is there anything open on your street? Like, are there any other restaurants other uh, than McDonald's? Other Mc- than McDonald's? Yeah, Mc- McDonald's is open. I think one of the cr- the crepe shops are open, but they've always been takeout. They don't have any dining area there. Mm-hmm. The crepe shops are open. Oh, yeah. yeah, that the the. Dotor Coffee Place, they closed, and now they've gutted the whole place. That place is not coming back. Oh, shit. Uh, wow. Dude, Dotor's been there for years. Yeah. For yeah, years that was surprising. <clears throat> wow, that's crazy. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. so pretty much things are, things are closed, yeah. Man. Still closed. So a lot of businesses, not just restaurants, have been affected negatively, but has your restaurant been affected anyway positive positively like is there any like good thing that you can take away from this experience well we met the freewheeling guys so that's cool and you know when things go back to normal that could be a regular thing that's nice uh has been positive like seeing friends in the daytime i guess but that's, <laughs> <laughs> johnny you're sober hey yeah i know it's yeah, noon yeah. <laughs> it's weird to see people in the sunlight on I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do look different during the day actually to be honest you probably won't even recognize me man dude I've got like I've got a beard like about a two week a two week running beard I haven't had a haircut in like three months dude I've gained like uh well and I don't know how much I've gained I haven't weighed myself but my my god dude my sweatpants look like yoga pants at the moment yeah it's not good <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it, it's getting bad. <laughs> you won't recognize me. You're like Danny DeVito, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll run with that. <laughs> oh man, oh that's interesting. So okay, cool. I know you're busy, so I got just a couple more questions. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah. Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah. And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing ghost town pomade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost town pomade, badass pomade. And let me tell you one thing, it comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not ghost town pomade. This stuff is a man's pomade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California, that's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepper. Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have... 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilt Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. How do you think restaurants are going to change in the future regarding like uh, being more sanitary or more spacious or all anything? Well, we're lucky because we're up on the third floor. So we have a nice big window and so we can ventilate the place and get fresh air in here very easily. But so many restaurants just have poor ventilation. It just seems like that's going to be something that's going to be a big issue in the future. You know, how are you going to, you know, because a lot of people are smoking in the izakayas and bars here. Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to get fresh air in there? So people don't feel like they're breathing everyone else's breath yeah that's true. Uh, i think the delivery for restaurants is gonna have to is gonna step up a lot like in tokyo it seems like there's not that many delivery options like uber eats does not have many comp- competitors but like in san francisco my hometown there's probably like 20 or 30 different 
delivery services. Mm -hmm. So it just seems like that's going to probably take off soon out here. That's awesome. I, dude, I've yeah. always supported that in Frisco, man. Like all those guys, the bike messengers that deliver like sandwiches and stuff like that. Dude, when I worked at Amoeba and when I worked in advertising and shit, dude, that's what we did, man. We're like, dude, let's get some like, well, I don't know what we ordered, probably burritos. But um, yeah, we'd always use those guys, man. And it was always cool, dude. Those guys are friendly. Like, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> You're like, yo, dude, what's up? Yeah. You know? It was great. And supporting the small companies is just so important. And the thing is, when you support the mom and pop shops and the family run places like your company, dude, it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. When you go to like a big chain restaurant, like whatever, just name it, or even even a store, you don't feel good about buying their products. You're like, oh, okay, I got a TV, it's cheaper. Oh, I just got a pizza, okay, it's great, blah, blah, blah. But you don't feel good. You don't feel like you're supporting the community and society and stuff, you know? So so that's a yeah. good thing, man. Supporting your restaurant, all the other like mom and pop restaurants and, and companies like freewheeling.jp. Like these companies right here, I think are really important. And um, yeah, I hope, I hope, after this, or was it AC? In the AC time period, I hope that yeah. this continues where people are just like, you know what? Fuck Domino's and, and fuck Uber Eats, man. We're going to support the mom and pops because they're the ones that actually care about you. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was, I was kind of on a rant there. <laughs> I, I agree with you, though. I, coffee. I... <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you, though, because it seems like this kind of gentrification that's happening in Tokyo where a lot of the mom and pop shops, they're just tearing in the old buildings. They'll tear them down and just build some new big shopping mall with the, another Gucci store in it and stuff. And it sucks. It's, so that's yeah. why I really try to support the local guys when, when I can. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, man, dude, that is church. Oh, man. Now, yeah. one last question. <clears throat> yeah. Now, your your restaurant is it's a great place to hang out. It's a great place to get a beer and a sandwich and have a good conversation with someone. It's a great place to make new friends. I've met a lot of new friends at your place and I brought a lot of my old friends to your place and they made a lot of new friends. Your place has like a killer yeah. vibe. And another thing that your restaurant has that I think a lot of people don't know is your events. Like you guys play like sports, especially San Francisco and California based sports um, on your projector. You guys do stand up comedy. You guys have open mic. You guys do a lot of events there and stuff so at this time i'm i'm assuming that all the events are postponed that's yes they are postponed unfortunately cool because uh not a huge space here yeah do you think do you think like are, like in the future or like i mean if the, the rona keeps on going for well i don't know when it's going to finish but do, are you going to start doing like um I guess, what are they called? Virtual events or viral events? Um, where you basically like have a few people in, they do stand up or somebody plays a guitar or something, has a sandwich, and you just like videotape it and put it online. Are you considering anything like that? Because I know right now a couple yeah. of like nightclubs in Tokyo have considered doing that. And not just the big ones, but like the smaller ones and stuff. Like I know Shibuya Nav is trying to get that going. I've heard what the Dickens is trying to do something like that, where they can have just like online shows and online performances. And I don't know, just something like that. Yeah, we're trying to work on something like that, trying to figure it out. Because it seems like, like you know, people I – I saw one was like an open mic from home and everyone was at home. <laughs> so you kind of see like no one was really paying attention to the person who was performing. Mm -hmm. So got to figure out a way to keep attention. 
get some go-go dancers or something in the background. You can't go wrong but, with uh, the go-go girls. <laughs> can't go wrong, but Yeah, man. trying to figure it out. never failed. To, yeah, right? So that's the way you get people to keep looking at the screen, I guess, but... I mean, trying dude, to figure out some way, yeah. yeah even when they get, do fail, like an apocalypse now, it's still very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it doesn't come come to that situation. <laughs> a helicopter comes ahead of Juku to pull him out. <laughs> oh God, oh, that's great, Harry man, dude. Thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that your business is doing good. I, I hope it continues doing good. We're going to, as soon as I hang up with you, I'm going to uh, contact. Let me just plug them one more time. Freewheeling.jp. That's F-R-E-E-W-H-E-E-L-I-N-G.jp. And I'm going to order myself some Cubanos and uh, beers under the table. Yeah. <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one more time. How can people find your restaurant? How can people get a hold of you? Uh, let's see. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Harry Sandwich Company, Instagram, or Harry Sandwich Co., uh, I'm bad at Twitter, so I haven't really, uh, gotten around to that yet, but, uh, I'd say Facebook or Instagram are the best ways to get in touch with us. Also on Google maps, we've got our phone number and pictures, information about stuff that's happening. You just, uh, to- uh go to Tokyo, Harry sandwich company into Google maps. That'll, uh, it'll pop up. We're right in the heart of Harajuku next to Takeshita street. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome, man. Harry, thank you very much for being on the show, dude. We really appreciate it. And um, I know you're busy. It's like noon and you got a lot of stuff you got to do and prep and stuff. So thank you so much for enlightening us and showing us the way, Harry. And I look forward to seeing you at the bar soon. Yeah, I miss you, dude. Uh, <laughs> let's drink some you. beer together. You too. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Harry, thanks a lot, man. Take care, dude. Faders, thanks, dude. you know what to do. Go down to Harry's Sandwich Company. Get yourself a nice, cold San Francisco anchor steam and get yourself a sandwich. It's always a good time. And while you're there, listen to Got Fit Japan on iTunes and give us a five-star review and write something groovy. We always like that. And if you got a couple of extra bucks, sign up for our Patreon. Our Patreon has got a lot of stuff there for you. We've got extra videos, extra shows, extra interviews. we got tons of stuff. we got photos on on our patreon that are so explicit we can't post them anywhere except for on patreon so when you sign up for patreon you get the keys to the castle and on that note thank you very much faders we'll see you soon peace my little brother a goddamn shit sucking vampire oh you wait till mom finds out buddy i've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster we came, we saw, we kicked his ass. Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.